0: Welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. Thanks for joining us, and I have a special guest today, Mr. Craig Tabor, also known as Big Green Craig. We're going to talk about how he got started in the barbecue world, and also we're going to talk about a new book he has coming out on Amazon. I'll be right back with Craig Tabor, also known as Big Green Craig.
1: Smoking, grilling, getting hot and hotter sous and children from fire and water.
0: Hey all I want to introduce you to a company I just started working with, Fresh Jack's Organic Spices out of Jacksonville, Florida. They're a small, family-run company that's fast-growing. I've tried a bunch of their different seasoning blends and spices, and I can tell you they are all fresh. All organic. None of them contain artificial flavors or sweeteners. None of them have anti-caking agents or preservatives. They all taste like they were just made for you yesterday. Check them out, guys. They're on Amazon in the link below. They have different sample packs, different blends. Like I said, they also have the individual seasonings and spices as well. Fresh Jack's Organic Spices. Check them out, guys. I love them. Welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'm Darren. I'm your host, of course. And today I got a really special guest. You probably heard of him uh, as Big Green Craig, but now it's just Chef Craig T- Craig Tabor. Um, he's been around for a long time, cooking, barbecuing, doing all kinds of uh, uh, outdoor events. So, Craig Tabor, welcome.
1: Hey, Darren. How are you?
0: Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us where you live, who you are, where you're
1: from. Darren Craig Tabor. I'm uh, currently outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, father got uh, uh, two beautiful children. Just celebrated number number ten year old Addison yesterday, and uh, she loves she loves cedar plank salmon. So we cooked up some good salmon for her yesterday. But uh, yeah, outside of Atlanta, um, hope I would love to to cook full time. But right now I'm in sales for a. Uh, a wiring cable manufacturer. That's my nine to five. And then then, uh, the cooking hobby is is everything else. I can respect that, you know, having to work, uh, you know,
0: you know, put your passion on hold so you can make a little, you know, support the family. But um, so you've been cooking for a long time. What got you uh, started to, you know, your old moniker, which you just recently changed from you were known as Big Green Craig. So how did you start out with that?
1: yeah so you know i'll take you back to the very beginning um i had always owned a smoker and a grill and and uh but i but i i owned um a, i'm afraid to say it, i owned a, i did own a gasser uh, i started off on a gasser and, and you know i I was cooking your standard stuff uh burgers and steaks and chicken breasts and just your standard what i would call gas grill type of cuisine um, and then i had an offset pit um, I knew that if I, if I wanted, you know, barbecue for, for the game on Sunday that I was up all night long, uh, adding wood and adding, adding sticks, uh, all, all night Saturday. And it just got to the point where man, it was just difficult to do and it was time consuming. And, and my na- my neighbor sort of turned me on to the big green egg, much like the big green egg world is, uh, you always hear about it from someone else. Uh, he says, yeah, I got, I got this, uh, this green ceramic thing. I load it up with with uh, fuel. I set it and forget it, and I wake up and barbecue. And I'm like, wow, that seems that seems a little too easy. And so I I stumbled across a sale on Craigslist and 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 brought home my first egg. Um, started challenging myself. You know, it got to the point where I, I got you know I, I I could call it my my rib and my my pork butt my shoulder cooker and um, it got to the point where, you know, I'm like, well this is, they call this thing the ultimate cooking experience. What am I missing out on? And so I, I, I started challenging myself every single time uh, that I would fire it up to cook something different, unique. Um, if you go through some of my social media feed, you don't see a whole lot of retreads. Everything is brand new, new, different. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm not the guy that, you know, this is how I like to do things and, 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 and it's the same old, same old every single time. And, and just, just, I'm, I'm not a creature of habit. So I, I like new things, you know, if <clears throat> if we have something and, and the family really liked it, I'm like, yeah, it is good. And, 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 and let's move on, let's move on and try to make it different and, 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 and maybe use a different uh, method or, or, uh, um, you know, different uh sauces and sides and, and just just a little bit that way. But did, uh did you you do my... that
0: now did you do that before you, you started barbecuing? Did you usually cook in, in the house you know, in the regular kitchen before you started doing that? Or was that something that just because you got the big green egg you wanted to see what you really could do?
1: No, I, I um I cooked I could make a heck of a grilled cheese. And, uh, that was about the extent I- inside the house. Once I got the grill, um, that's when I really started teaching myself how to do things. There's a lot of online tools, uh, how to's there's, there's all kinds of chefs that, uh, um, have, you know, have series right now. The, the, one of my favorites right this second is the Master Class, where, you know, Gordon Ramsey would teach you anything. And, um, <clears throat> You know, so I, I really like to learn. I like to learn new techniques. I like to, I like to put them into play. Um, you know, once you learn to, to make a sauce or something, you know, I, that, that, that's, they, they call it a mother sauce for a reason. You're supposed to take that sauce and, and, and change it and, and, and make it into a, your, own, your own flavor and your own profile. So things started to escalate, you know, in, in, into what I would call, um, what I would deem now extreme grilling. You know, grilling to the point where you're not grilling your standard items, but where you're 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 grilling desserts and you're grilling um, more upscale. Um, chefy is I know chefy is not a word, but I'm going to use it more chefy style. Um, more advanced, just say more advanced. That's <laughs> <laughs> more more advanced. Yeah, more advanced and and so things you know snowballed uh, as things normally do in a hobby. And, um, I started competing and started, um, uh, putting together teams and, and, and started winning and, and, and things really started taking off from there.
0: Well, um, yeah, I, I, I kind of along your same line. I like to experiment. I like to try new things. I like to put my own spin on a lot of stuff. I've never been, I've been cooking since I was in my teens because I started working in restaurants, but I've always taking recipes and i look at them as a guideline and then I kind of put my own spin to it. Uh, I've just always been that way. Once you kind of figure out how the different, you know, flavors and spices and seasonings work and what you can do with the different cooking methods, it's always fun to play around, just see, Hey, just what exactly can I do? So I really respect that. It, uh, but you know, to me, uh, like you, you know, you got that bug when you started um, with your grill, It, it got you to expand even more. And I did that too. I mean, I, I've always been doing barbecue, but like you, it was, you know, out of gaser or, or just a charcoal grill doing burgers and dogs until about 20 years ago, I really started getting into smoking and, and grilling. And, and then when I got my, you know, ceramic grill, I, I really like you. I started getting, the, it, trying to figure out how much of the stuff I cooked indoors I could take outdoors. So is that Yeah.
1: Kinda, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and 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 I I said some some I said this to somebody the other day, and and you know all of us guys who are are barbecue cooks or barbecuers or grillers or whatever classification you want to put on it, you know we're all we're all I like to play with fire. We're all like pyromaniacs that just you know got hungry one day and and you know we had to we had to eat anyway, so we may as well fire something up and and uh, throw, throw meat on fire, you know, and, and, and that sort of caveman style uh, aspect.
0: Yeah, and then like, like you said, uh, you get kind of bored with doing the same thing over and over, and then you got to go, well, how can I change this up, or what, what else can I put on the grill and do it just a little bit different and um, make something that nobody's ever made before? That's kind of why I started mixing sous vide and barbecue, because when I first started playing around with sous vide, I said, you know what, it would work really well with barbecue because of the way you know they're both kind of low and slow and one you could I could you know make a a medium rare brisket you know using sous vide and then toss it out on the smoker and turn out something that nobody could ever do before with just a smoker or with just a sous vide you know because you combine that smoke crust with the medium rareness that you get from the sous vide so I mean that's what I really like to do and that's kind of like what it sounds like you you started kind of playing around with and and it got you addicted.
1: Yeah you know what it it, it turned it started off as you know you, you know everybody you know for Mother's Day or Father's Day or birthdays or holidays you know where where are we gonna go what, what are we gonna have and and uh, you know it, it, in my family it's well, what are we gonna get or source or buy that we've never cooked before and go in that direction and you know, to your point, sous vide—it's a—it's another—it's another tool in your um, uh, your your tool bag, your 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 toolbox. You know, the thing about it is, you know, the the big green egg is a is a fantastic. Um, I, I'm going to call it like a, a Leatherman tool, or maybe even Swiss Army knife. It's a fantastic um, tool in the sense that you can do every single thing that you that you that you need done with this one this one Leatherman tool you know it's got a flathead screwdriver and a pair of pliers and a set of wire cutters and a pocket knife and it can sear and it can bake and it can smoke and it can grill and it can do everything but what I finally came to realize is yes it can do all those things but sometimes sometimes the the regular flathead screwdriver is is the right tool to have and so you know, talking about sous vide, sous vide is a fantastic, uh, option. <clears throat> you know, I was, I've been playing around with it and the, somebody said, well, you know, my only problem, my only concern with sous vide is, you know, I can't get, I can't get any smoke on, on my protein or whatever I'm, whatever I'm cooking. And so I ended up using, I turned to liquid smoke and, you know, the thing about sous vide is you can, that's true to a point, but you can always smoke something and then reheat it in the sous vide. That's what I like to do as far as brisket goes or, or, you know, fr- you know, I call it freezer pork, but leftover pork that I've vacuum sealed and, and and jammed into the bag and it works fantastic to, you know, as a, as a reheat type of thing. But, you know, to your point, you know, a, a 72 hour brisket that's medium rare, man, I throw that guy on the meat slicer and shave it super thin and that's fantastic sandwich meat.
0: Yeah. Well, I could instruct you on how to do a brisket sous vide and also get some smoke, but there's, there's just like with any (laughs) cooking method, there's, there's little (laughs) things that you learn that it's not just always what it looks like on on the face, because you can take a brisket, cook it sous vide, and then chill it down all the way to Mm. pretty much refrigeration temperatures, then put it back on the smoker. And then you got plenty of time for it to get that bark and smoke it's not going to be, you know, exactly like it would have been on the uh, mm. smoker alone, uh, but it's going to get pretty damn close. You can get pr- a pretty good uh, smoke profile on a brisket oh, when oh. you when you chill it down before you put it on the smoker. And that's some of these little t- trips and t- tips and tricks I like to experiment and play around with and kind of show people that, you know, is it going to totally replace, you know, a uh, Brisket that's been on the smoker for 12 hours, you know, 100%. No, but it's something you can create that's totally different, or you know, just a little bit different. I mean, that's what I like to do. I don't, I don't like to do things like you were saying in the beginning, the same thing every single time. You like to try and experiment and do things, and, and then go, hey, well, hey, I can do it this way, I can do it that way, and and still get a good result. But so let's talk about the big, the big green Craig era. What? what started you out being called big green Craig? Cause you did a lot of events and stuff like that as big green Craig. So what got you going into that?
1: Yeah. So, you know, being in, starting off with, I say start off, but, but, but my first expensive smoker, I would call it, um, what was the big green egg. And it, it got to the point, like I said, you know, where I was challenging myself to cook different things. People started noticing I was the guy sort of in, 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 in social media world posting what I was making for dinner before it was the cool thing to do. You know, now, now, now (laughs) Now everybody's on Instagram. Now now everybody's doing it, you know, and, and, and my wife sort of said, you know, Hey, listen, why don't you take that somewhere else? And, and, uh, so I, I, uh, I created the moniker. Um, my buddy actually came up with a name. He said, let's do bigger and Craig. And you know, they were doing a logo and stuff. and, And, uh, it was, the play on word is genius. You know, now there's Big Green, whatever, whoever, Ralph and, and, you know, everybody's sort of using that. But, but, but the the play on words was fantastic. And I started, went to Twitter, Twitter started growing. Um, and it's just, you know, I, I tell everybody, man, I get messages all the time. You know, how, how do I increase my following? Man, just stay the course, man. This does, there's no, there's no set road to take. Just just do your thing, and people will start noticing and and and, and take note and 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 want to, you know, want want to to be a part of the project. And you know, things started growing. Somebody turned me on to Instagram. Started Instagram. Things started growing again. Um, then then all of a sudden, we decided, you know, we were going. I was going to captain a team to enter a couple of the, uh, the national egg fest. <clears throat> we did that for three years in a row, and and. Uh, won the second and third year back to back kind of neat. That's really when a lot of doors started opening for me. Um, I started becoming like, uh, the demo guy, the egg demo guy. And it was fantastic, man. It took me all over the world. Um, grilled in, uh, St. Martin. I've been to Canada. I've been all over the United States. Um, and, 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 really, and truly man, it's just, it's just grilling and demoing and, and showing things, um, showing people different things to make, like I, 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 smuggled, I say I smuggled it's, it's easy, but, but I, I, I brought some, um, some grits with me to to Toronto one time, man, those guys never saw, never saw grits. They had no idea what grits were. And, and, and they're like, what is, what is this tasty substance? You know, how do I get any? And the, the, the Canadians love American style cooking and barbecue. And, and they were really, they loved, they loved to, uh, you know, to see a barbecue shrimp and grits. And, and, you know, so started, you know, started doing that. Things started growing. Um, I started, you know, work as, as things grow and doors started opening, you know, companies reach out, they want you to write a recipe or be on a podcast or, you know, um, you know, do some photography work for them or, you know, Hey, we want you to, you know, test this grill out. We want you to, you know, we want your, we want your honest and true opinion. And the, and, you know, the thing about my project and I, every project's different and but but what I really try to to keep my project focused on is high quality content and and there's there might be there might be times and there has been times when somebody says hey we want to send you our newest you know widget and and um you know uh, you know we want to pay you for the for doing this and that's great and fine and dandy but man what if I don't, what if I don't like the widget? What if I would never buy this? I can't steer my audience wrong and, and, and just use some sort of garbage uh, product or garbage accessory or, or, or just whatever, you know? So I've, I've really tried to stay true to uh, high quality content food wise, uh, high quality content, cooker wise, high quality content, accessory wise, know all of the things that 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 I use and the tools that I use in my toolbox I would I've I've purchased many 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 of them and would buy all of them um, just because they're a quality product.
0: I totally agree with you on that and I had this conversation you know with with several people even on the podcast where you know anytime you have a YouTube channel or any kind of social media presence you get people that you know will send you stuff all the time and you know, I've taken some stuff, and I I tell them, look, you know, you can send me something. I'll look at it. If mm-hmm. I like it, if I like it, and I'm gonna use it, I'll 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 use it. But if it's junk, I'm gonna say it's junk, What's... and I won't use it. So I, I usually, like you, I choose and pick who I want to deal with. Like mm-hmm. I I deal with Camp Chef because I loved and knew their products before I even. I approach them, you know, and, and Kamado Joe. I, I had bought my own Kamado Joe and used that before I even ap- approached them to, uh, you know, to to work with them to any extent. You know, anybody I work with or I use, you know, or you see me, you know, doing a demo on, I would buy that product and use it myself. I don't buy junk. I don't use junk. I don't endorse junk. It's yeah. just... People, your your people will not follow you if if every other week you got
1: some other piece of crap you're trying to hawk to them. You know. What cracks me up is when you get the email and you and you say no, no, I'm not going to use that or no, I don't, I'm not interested or whatever, and then the campaign launches and you see who's using it. it it's oh, really yeah. sort of eye opening. <laughs>
0: well,
1: how many how many Z grills
0: did uh, when Z grills right? You know, you know, everybody was using a Z grill on YouTube. It was like you know. All right, you know what's what's the one guy that's in Nashville? Um, yeah, you know he's all of a sudden he's using a Z grill, but every other week he's using something else. It's like right, I'm not right, I'm right. not taking a Z grill because it's a piece of junk, and I'm not gonna just because you're sending me a free piece of junk, I'm not gonna you know right. do a video on it. So
1: yeah, yeah,
0: high quality man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's people are gonna know. If every other week you got some piece of crap and you're trying to get them to buy it. And then next, the other, you know, two weeks down the road, you got somebody else sent you something else and you're trying to hawk that it's just, people will go, this guy's not really, you know, (laughs) honest, you
1: know? Yeah. I'd rather be transparent and just tell everybody.
0: All right. So that's how big green Craig got going and and kind of made a name for yourself. So besides the big green egg though, what (laughs) else have you cooked on? What else do you like to cook on? Um, What else is in the back? The Thunderdome, the big green Craig's Thunderdome. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah man so um my first branch out i think from from the egg was uh kamado joe um uh so so right now there, there's a big joe out back uh you know the thing about people uh, th- th- that's the million dollar question Well, what's what's better which one do you like better and here's the deal man um there's an old saying that uh uh it, it's the it's the indian and not necessarily the arrow right. and uh you know think about it is a ceramic cooker is a ceramic cooker where, whether you're cooking on a clay pot or, or or you've got a big green egg or a kamado joe or whatever the other ones are and and um you know it's 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 they get you from point a to point b the 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 the, the quality of the food that comes off of it the product is I mean, you you know, you put, put it, it taste test them. You'll never know. You'll never know the difference. It all just comes down, you know, which one do you want to drive? And um, you know, you want one with uh power steering and a moonroof and and electric this and electric that or or you just want the the standard roll up windows and um you know manual transmission. So I mean it's just gonna it just depends on what you want to do. Um yeah, I wasn't really trying to get into the brand comparisons because yeah. I'm, I'm
0: I'm with you on that. I don't get involved in the, the Ford versus Chevy type stuff right. because, you know, people will, no matter what, they'll, they'll be in love with their brand. Um, I like things, you know, certain brands that I like for a particular reason, not just because it's that, you know, that, sure. you, you know, like cam chef, I like them because of the ash clean out and I could point to you 10 different things, why I like something, but I'm not going to get involved with the whole, you know Ford versus Chevy, you know, you know all that garbage. Yeah. What I was trying to get at is, what other besides the ceramic grill do you do you have on there? Do you use a, a pellet grill? Do you use a, a gas or do you use any other kind of uh, like a, a pit barrel cooker or anything else there?
1: All right, sure. So um, I got a shout out to my boys RecTech, um, a fantastic, amazing quality pellet grill. Look, man, I've cooked on them all, dude. Um, there's a certain brand out there that I cook on in my travels and every time I cook on them it catches fire and it's orange fire if you're picking up one laying <laughs> down and maybe the ones I'm using out there on my travels aren't well maintained I don't know but I've not had good success with them um but you know you know the the RecTech, man they they're 100% stainless steel they're they're built like a tank um, they're, they're fantastic cookers. Now you're going back to talking about the toolbox, you know, the, the, rectech rec, Tech, rec Tech, um, in my personal opinion, a pellet grill is not a, it's a smoker and it's not a grill. Now people are out there and they're trying to say, you know, well, we can, you know, we'll add a, we'll add a set of grill grates on there and, and you'll increase your temperature to get some, you know, some grill marks, but it's not a grill, man. It's, it's a smoker i i love them all they're 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 all the 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 RecTech, uh smokers are fantastic uh but it's 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 for me it's it's a it's a it's a 350 it's a it's a 350 uh 350 degrees down is is is, is sweet spot man because you get hot you get hotter than that you're not gonna have any smoke all you're gonna have is is um you know, as heat and, and, you know, at that point it turns into to a basic oven, but, uh, yeah, I, there's a couple of out there. There's a new rec coming out that, uh, that's, that's out there that, that, uh, is, is really going to take off. I think it's going to be a good one for everybody. Um, another tool in the tool chest is, um, uh, the beefer. Have you seen the beefer? Yeah. Uh, the, all- the
0: auto wild, the beefer. there's a few different ones out there. Heck there's even one that, uh, I don't know if you were on YouTube at all, but Tom Horseman <laughs> found <laughs> some little like, uh, you know, knockoff that was like 120 bucks at, mm-hmm. at Menard's or something, but I know what it is. Yeah, It's those, the steak cooker thing. Yeah,
1: I, I've seen, uh, I've seen quite a few. And, and what we're talking about for people who not, who don't know is basically it's a, uh, a backyard. You know, all the restaurants have salamanders where they, it's the a broiler. They're melting your cheese. They're searing your steak. They're they're doing whatever. But it's a it's a backyard salamander broiler essentially that gets up to fifteen hundred degrees. Man, I've seen a lot of them um, at shows and and everything. And man, when 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 parts are falling off and and they're having to fix stuff, it's not cool, man. But but the beef, I'm telling you, the beefers is solid. So I'm 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 rocking a couple beefers out there. Um, in my mind, I'm going around, uh, the, 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 the area out there. I do have a, um, Rectech came out with a Santa Maria style grill called the wild side. Um, what, what, what's different in this, uh, Santa Maria style than anybody else is it's got a built in fan, much like Rectech, you know, everything else is electric. So you can plug it in that fan will stoke your fire, help fire it up, help get it hotter, faster, you can always cut that fan off. Um, but 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 man, it's it's like I said earlier, man. I'm I'm a pyro. I love playing with fire. So to see that fire, you know, flicker up and kiss whatever it's cooking on top of there and and being able to wheel it up and wheel it down and and and, and that's really a fun cooker to cook on. Um some of the new, some of the newer additions to the the Thunderdome. There's a um uh there's an alpha uh wood-fired pizza oven out there. It's that's made in Italy italian fire bricks um mine's, mine's the i have the allegro it's the big boy it's it's supposed to be able to fit four pizzas at one time my, my problem is i'm not i'm not uh, uh the italian pizza guy so by the time i i can't, I can't get them all in before the first ones start started to get turned and come out and so I, i'm 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 comfortable right now with about two but um maybe i'll get better this weekend but uh you know, I, 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 that that's a lot of fun, and you know, I'm surprised. Um, in my mind, you, you throw a bunch of fire in there and a bunch of logs in there, and to my my mind is, you know, well, it automatically goes up to 900 degrees, and you're cooking napolitano style pizzas, and that's it. Man, that thing there, it, it, it it's it's a little bit of a fire management thing, but if you can control that oven, um, you know, you 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 can roast some. I've roast some ducks in it. You can roast some chickens. You can bake lasagnas. I mean, you can literally tailor that temperature to be any sort of oven transferable indoor oven to outdoor oven sort of recipe. And um, it's really been a fun learning uh, piece of equipment as far as fire management goes that way.
0: Yeah, my buddy John Setzler's got one of those, and he even did a pork butt on one. You know, just to oh see yeah, it, just to see if he could do it. You know, I mean, sure. just to, You know, I mean, those are fun things to. What, what about a flat top, like a you know a Blackstone or a Camp Chef uh, 600?
1: I do. I have the Blackstone 36. Um, it's it's fine. I, it's um, man, it's a lot of it's a lot of cleanup. You know, normally I'm just used to scraping stuff and just dumping it into the fire and letting the fire take care of it. But it, it, it's a little bit more cleanup than I, than I care for, but it is, it's a nice tool to have. My, my daughters absolutely love smash burgers. And I, I see all these guys um, smashing them on top of the flat top and everything. And, and that's cool. But my, my, the way that I do it is I, I put them in, I put, uh, I sandwich it with wax paper in between uh, my tortilla press so the burger may come out you know the raw burger may be that big but time it's all said and done it shrinks up to regular size and but you can get them super 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 thin that way yeah i'm rocking that i do have another flat top style of grill it's more of a more of a european plancha it's uh called o fire from um netherlands and essentially it's a 40 inch round half inch thick uh steel plate with a 24, 25 inch, 26 inch hole in the center uh, that's fire driven. Everything is, is live fire. You fill the fire, you know, you you build a fire in the, uh, um, uh, the hole in the middle, and then you use your, you push all the fire outside underneath that plancha and now you've got a 40 inch round uh, plancha. So I kind of, it's very much a, I'm not going to fire that up for my wife and I, it's, it's just not the fun factor. It's just me out there cooking and that's it. But the fun factor is fantastic. When you've got a huge group of people, Uh, if you've ever been in a melting pot, you know, where you fondue and stuff, you know, they, they bring all the stuff prepped to your table and, and you sort of cook it. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll have everything prepped and ready to go. And now it's, all right, pick your little, you know, your, your 12 or 14 inches on the, on the plant. And here you go. You cook your own dinner and I'll manage the fire. Y'all, you know, y'all, y'all cook your, your dinner and we'll do vegetables and proteins and whatever. And it's a lot of fun.
0: Did, is that something like the art of flame is supposed to be where the yeah. fire's in the middle and you got their little cooking area all around, right?
1: It, it is. And, and, you know, once you're in the, the grilling sort of industry, you start learning that at one point everybody's worked for somebody else and yeah, you know that's that's how all these competitors get get around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know somebody will go. Well, I created a new one, but you know they took the, where they used to work and they added something to uh-huh. it, or changed uh-huh. something just a little bit. You know, yeah, just like you know, Kamado Joe. They he admits, you know, he loved his big green egg and decided he wanted to change it a little bit. And, yeah, yeah, and you know, and, um, you know yeah, that's that's just how. You know, but let's talk about that a little bit, too, because you've been around a little while, too. And you've seen a lot of the changes that have come uh, in the barbecue outdoor cooking um, area in the last 10 years. It's just it's phenomenal to me to see the amount of change, because I'm like you. I grew up where it was either you had a gas grill or a little like Weber charcoal grill. And that was pretty much it. I grew up in upstate New York. There wasn't a whole lot of barbecue. It was like you threw some hot dogs on, maybe some chicken. And that was it. But nowadays there's so many different types and styles of cookers and with the onset of all the Wi-Fi, Bluetooth controllers with this, you know, not just the pellet grills, but you know, the, the little controllers you can stick on the big green eggs and and ceramic grills and whatnot that where you can actually monitor your cook from, you know, the store while you're out buying stuff, Uh, you know, how, how do you uh, see all this stuff going on?
1: Well, you know i, I think pigeon holding that uh strictly to grilling um is impossible right now we're're we're, we're in the age of hobbies and and you know I've got a couple other hobbies um i play <laughs> i play league tournament cornhole um and then i was also into firearms for a while and i tell you this man just like gr- the grilling world the world's your oyster man, you, you can spend, you, you can get into your hobby, uh, with, with, with you know, a hundred dollars in your pocket. And the next thing you know, you're in 10 grand and, and, and anything it's easy to do. And you know, what's, that's great for us because us as grillers and barbecue guys, because now we have access to all these cool gadgets and tools and, and, and accessories and, and things to make, our life easier there's accessories that have um um there's a guy on youtube calls them you know they they have the cool factor you know hey i may not need that but man the cool factor is just it's it's really cool you know i'm in the i'm in the butcher shop one day and my wife calls me she goes we have a problem what's what's problem one of your grills just started up and started smoking and i don't know what to do i wanted to go out and unplug it but i wanted to get with you first and i go no it's I'm, I'm in line and I'm, I'm, I just remote started the cooker. I mean, I mean, what, how how awesome is that? I mean, this is, this is, this is a, this is a fantastic age to live in and be in. And I, you know, with all this new technology just makes me excited to, to, I'm I'm a, I'm a newest and hottest type of guy. and, And I can't wait to see what, what happens. And, you know, you go to these, these trade shows and you see some of the new stuff and the prototypes and, everything that's coming out and man it's it's just it's gonna be cool i mean if nothing else i mean yeah you're gonna get you know you're gonna get to eat some good stuff but man to see fire go a certain direction or see you know uh, hey you're telling me i can remote start this or that or it's just it's just really cool I, i really enjoy it
0: yeah and i think it brings a lot more people into backyard cooking that normally wouldn't you know like especially like with the you know the pellet grills you know they are smokers but the, the easy, you know, it, they make it a lot easier for people to be more comfortable instead of thinking, well, I got to go get a, you know, charcoal. I got to light it. I got to do all this stuff. I can just turn it on like I do in my oven, you know, and monitor it from inside yeah. while I'm watching the game, you know? So, I mean, just the, I think it's drawn a lot more people into, you know, outdoor cooking that,
1: that wouldn't before, or just kind of held back before. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, uh, a couple of my friends were like, well, I just don't, you like to your point. I just don't know. My brother, it's as, you know, cooking on a pellet grill is, is some things is as easy as, you know, putting gas in a car driving, you know, you put gas in your car you put, you push the pedal to the metal. How fast do you want to go? I mean, it's, it's, it's really is pretty simple. Um, and that's, that's really, you know, why I've gotten to the, the, the fire management game. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really loving different cooking ways, different cooking methods, different, cooking fuels and sources and, and, and it's, it's really, really been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. But those people now that are starting to get more comfortable out on the patio, then they start looking at people like you and me and go, how can I start doing a little bit more? Cause now I got my oh, feet. Wet, yeah. I got my toes in the water now and I, I like the kind of how the water feels. Uh, so I want to yeah. start expanding it. And all yeah. of a sudden now they're, they're trying to do some of the stuff that me and you do, you know, and trying some of the recipes we put out or, You know, um, so yeah, I I think it's good. It's all this technology and stuff. It's a great thing for what's going on in the backyard. I'm a big guy. I used to be into, uh, you know, electronics. I've been to the CES shows. And like you said, you know, like, like you went to the HPB you know, show where like you're talking about where all you got all the new technology, but that's what it reminds me of is the old, the, the, CES shows, the computer electronics shows out in Vegas. I mean, you just walk around and look at all the new stuff that's come out and go, wow, I can't believe that, you know? So
1: man, I've got, I've got more wives mad at me across the world than you would even imagine, man. When I meet these people at an event, I either get punched in the, 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 the arm from a wife saying, why did you, you know, you made my husband buy this, or I get the hug saying, thanks so much. You know, my husband told me that Craig's got one and I got to have one too. And, and, and we just, we absolutely love the, 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 the food that it produces. And so it it goes both ways, but you know, you know, we're talking about hobbies, man. I don't golf, you know, I got all these neighbors that go out and spend, you know, a couple hundred dollars every weekend, you know, golfing at some, um, you know, tournament or, or, or golfing at a country club or old, maybe they're, I got got one of my buddies shoots skeet. I, I don't do any of that, man. So I, I go to the butcher shop, I buy something I've never bought before, I bring it home, we fire it up and and, and everybody gets to at hey, at least at least everybody gets to enjoy what I'm doing, you know, right. versus going out, you know, and and hit, you know, hitting 18, uh it, it's a little bit different.
0: Exactly. You're not, you know, losing 20 dollars worth of golf balls and spending 30 bucks to, you know, have the pleasure of golfing on the, you know, more than that 30 right. bucks. What am I right. dating myself? 30 bucks. It's you know 100, <laughs> 130 bucks. I'm in, right. I'm in Florida and all the golf courses here, are, you know, especially during the uh, winter time are 150 bucks. So oh yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. I, I totally agree. I mean, it's uh, like you said before, you know, everybody has their hobbies and what they want to do. And you know, this type of hobby, at least you can make a lot of other people happy. I mean, I, I'm known as, you know, like with the church groups and you know, family is the guy who's always cooking something. You know, so if I'm going to a potluck, they know I'm bringing, you know, something, you know, that they don't get at home. So they're always like, what are you bringing? You know, know, I walk in the door with whatever I'm carrying and they're all following me going, I'm getting what you got because I know it's good. So, but that's always a good problem to have. Hey all this is Darren. And I want to take a minute to talk to you about Masterclass. I just signed up for Masterclass and I can tell you what, it's well worth it. Masterclasses is where you can learn how to cook from Gordon Ramsay. You can learn how to sous vide from Thomas Keller. You can learn how to make Texas barbecue from Aaron Franklin himself. All these classes are available on Masterclass, plus many more. Masterclass has great video content, interactive assignments, social interaction with the Masterclass community, all for just one fee. You can either buy each individual class for $90 each, or you can sign up for the annual pass which gives you access to all their classes for just $180. That's what I signed up for. Check it out, guys. Masterclass has some of the best online training you can find. Check it out, guys. In the link below, Masterclass, amazing. Now on to the show. All right. So we talked a little bit about the different cooking methods. I don't want to go back into that because, you know, you like me, you like to experiment, you like to do different things and and all that. So, but what I want to talk about before we start running out of time is you do have a book coming out and this is your first book you put out, correct?
1: Yes, it is. Um, I've got uh, got a cookbook coming out. It's it's a Kamado cookbook. In the cookbook, I use uh, four different Kamado cookers. Uh, I use a Big Green Egg, I use a Kamado Joe, there's a Gorilla Kong and there's also a slow and sear Kamado cooker that's all used in the book. Um, everything is live fire charcoal cooking. There's a chapter in there covering uh, basics, barbecue basics, I guess, brisket, ribs, chicken, turkey, um, Oh, there it is there. I was wondering what's happening. There it is. Yeah. Book's called Mastering the Big Green Egg. Uh, It's an operator's manual and cookbook. So it's very, very, very heavy up front on the um, fire management. We talked about fire management a little bit earlier. So fire management, how to build your fire, how to light your fire, um, how um, to set things up, how to clean, how to maintain, how to it's a it's it's the the unwritten owner's manual to, to all things, Kamado cooking. Um, there it is right there. Uh, Ken, I had the, the great fortune of working with Ken Goodman uh, for, for if you don't know Ken Goodman, he shot um, uh, he's exclusively, I think cookbook photography and music photography. He shot uh Daniel Bennett's uh, Diva Q's book. He shot uh, Tuffy stone's book. When he left my place, he was headed to Chicago. He was going to shoot um, uh, Jeff Morrow, the, 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 the sandwich king of Chicago. He was going to shoot his book. And a fantastic guy. I loved working with him. We, uh, we, shot, we shot four. We shot, it was also such a blur. We shot 40 recipes in four days. So I had four cookers cooking nonstop. 7 a.m. to whenever the light went down and, and, and we, we got them all in the can. Thank goodness. But uh, yeah, this is my first book. I've, I've told everybody, look, man, people are saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a beginner. Will I benefit for this book. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Skip all the words in the front and go straight to the recipes in the back. You'll, you'll, you know, they're, they're, you'll love them. Uh, There's a recipe just on um, a, a chapter just on sandwiches um, I, ca- I call it in between the buns and, uh, there, there's pastrami tri-tip sandwiches, there's burgers, there's chicken sandwiches, there's, um, Asian bao buns. I mean, you know, from, from start to finish, there's, there's unbelievable sandwiches in there. Uh, then there's a baking section. You know, I, I, I show everybody my pizza dough recipes, my deep Chicago deep dish. Uh, there's some desserts. There's a, um, i I love to cook seafood, so there 's a huge seafood uh, section in there and here 's a funny little story for you. I had a conference call with the uh, the publisher and and we 're going over the table of content and and the um, uh, the recipes and, and and whatever and while i 'm on the phone with them, an email pops up, and we 're looking at the table of contents and they They had scratched out one of my recipes and i it was one of my favorite recipes it was um uh, chipino the the italian american fisherman stew from the west coast it's sort of it's sort of like a catch all for seafood and and they said to me, you know yeah we we scratched that one out, and I just said to him, i said well you know the the funny part is you you know, from, from day one you've told me this is my book yo it's it's your book, it's your book, it's your book and and I said to myself, well my book would have the chipino recipe in it. And it, it it wasn't a minute or so later, and here comes a new email up and they had put they had put it back into the to the table of contents. So, you know, everybody buy the book, you gotta go make that Chipino recipe. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's exciting, man, and, and it's it's uh, a lot of work went into it. Um, I talked to some of some 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 people, good friends of mine who have written cookbooks before and uh, one of, one of them said, you know, as soon as you turn in your manuscript, you're going to immediately think, man, I wish I would have done that different. I wish I would have done that different. And uh, I'm right there, but it's, it's one of those deals where I could have spent five years perfect as a perfectionist trying to perfect whatever it is. And, and, uh, just, you know, the deadline came and and it's on, it's, it's hot on the press right this second, my man. So that's where it is. Well, I'm going to link to it in, uh,
0: you know, for, for Amazon on the, uh, podcast description and also on the youtube video when this comes out so
1: i appreciate uh, that
0: people will be able to to, uh, click on it and get it i mean it's uh looks like it's a very extensive book i've talked to several people um that have written books you know greg uh, mervich from ballistic barbecue he's written a couple books now he's got another one coming out soon i've talked to uh you know several people that have written them and they the first one they said is like it's nowhere near what they thought it was going to be you know it's yeah. in, intense you know the the intensity you know they always kind of think well I'll write a book you know it's easy just they see people like in movies just you know type it wrong do do whatever do it whatever you want to
1: and you know when it's done it's done but it, you know it's not like that. Yeah Greg actually told me um I've met up with Greg a few times he's going to do a recipe out of the book for his YouTube channel so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I'm not sure which one yet, so we'll we'll see what happens there. But yeah, man, they kept. I tell you, you know, the 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 easiest way to entice me not to do something is to put a due date on it. And you know, you you just life happens and deadlines move and and um, I, you know, we we moved several times <laughs> several times on on this one here. But yeah, May May 12th is the hard date. It should be out.
0: That's great. But I see you did go back to the Big Green Craig moniker on that. Is that just because of the name recognition?
1: Yeah, I think uh I think when you're when you're in the Kamado world, I think Big Green Craig um uh you know is an authority. You know, um I mean it's it's a track record, it's a it's a you know, you say big green craig and 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 that's a resume in itself. Um, you know, so that's we 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 did that for a reason. Um, and, 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 you know, that's, that's fine. And I, I still wear my, my big green Craig garb and everything, but, you know, it just got to the point where, um, I, I felt like people, um,
0: you're pigeonholed, try- you're pigeonholed.
1: Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pigeonholed a little bit. And, 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 at the same time, I'm trying to think in my head, how to how to, how to, how to, how to, uh, say some certain things the right way. But, you know, so many folks thought that I actually, I actually, worked for Big Green Egg or had some sort of affiliate and, right. and um, just that th- th- that just wasn't never never the case and it was just always a, I was an enthusiast and, and and loved the cooker and I'll tell you this man I'd much rather move a, move around a couple drum cookers any day of the week than than to move a ceramic grill <laughs> I'll tell you what that's right
0: you know I, I guarantee you the the ceramic grills are not something you want to be you know moving around to a competition unless you have them you know nailed to a trailer or something right Right,
1: right, right. So yeah, you know, I just it, it really wasn't a uh, you know it it wasn't a huge moniker change or or change up or, or you know there there was no there's no ill will or anything along that lines and in the, the name change it was just um, you know to to associate with a a brand and a cooker that that there is no association with was just kind of I finally realized that was just you know. Not yeah, yeah it's,
0: it's like, you know, you're not Ray Lampy who was getting paid for a number of years by Big Green Egg, and now he's not. So, you know, he's, he's finally, they had a, I guess, after 17 years, he was on, um, you know, barbecue, uh, you know, know uh, Greg uh, uh podcast a couple of weeks ago and said that, the, you know, they're no longer, you know, together kind of thing, but he still loves the product. But yeah, that, I mean, if people associate you working for big green egg and, and you really don't, you just love the grill. I mean, it's, I can kind of see where you want to kind of just not really part ways, but just say, Hey, look, you know, I, I love the big green egg, but I'm, I'm not getting paid. I don't work for them or anything
1: like that. So Yeah. And I'm still doing their events. You know, I had, uh, uh, I don't know, four or five events, you know, up to this point this year on the books already. And of course, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's the date on the timeline. Is this going to be live or soon or whatever? But
0: um, this is going to be you know, like the first week in May. Um,
1: so, so you know, so we're we're right now we're under quarantine from the the coronavirus, and and so you know anything and everything, sporting events and everything is, um, especially barbecue get-togethers and events, and, and you know are all just shut down right now. So, anxious to see how that that that, that that's really sort of a cramp in my style as far as uh this book launch goes you know but we'll, we'll see how that works out but hey hopefully they get everything scheduled back I mean we're talking major events uh Memphis and May's rescheduled uh there's some other big barbecue stuff that's that, that's gonna have to be rescheduled later in the later in the fall so well, yeah we'll see see how that all works out so have you ever done any of the state the SCA state cook-offs you know I I haven't yet um I I did get my membership um and I'm, I'm planning on doing one. Um, I'm gonna go to Orlando. You know, the thing here's the thing about all this competition style stuff, man. I live in Atlanta. Atlanta's a huge, humongous metropolitan area. In all of Georgia, we probably have, I think, two KCBS, maybe three KCBS sanctioned events, and not a single, maybe one SCA event. Um, in in, in the whole state. So I'm going to have to travel out outside a little bit. So I'm going to, I'm going to two birds with one stone it, and I'm going to head down to Orlando and see my buddy, Chris Gentry down there at uh, his shop. And he's got, uh, he's going to do a double header coming up. Um, uh, Don't quote me on the date, but I think it's in September sometime, but I, 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 I'm a member and I'm, I I definitely plan on, on, uh, on, on on getting down there and doing it.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I, I That's about the only thing I'm really tempted on doing because I'm not one to want to do a barbecue cookout, you know, a competition where, you know, you have to spend two or three days and that's just not me. I'm not a competition type guy for some reason. This never, never excited me. I like going and watching them and and participating and buying good barbecue and eating it. But, uh, you know, I'm not one to, especially just, I, I know that competition cooking is a lot different than, you know, eating you know, <laughs> cooking—it's not like what you cook right. for your family and uh everybody. Right. Even Malcolm Reed and, and his wife told me, you know, yeah, there's eating barbecue and then there's competition barbecue. So, I mean, they're just totally different things. So, you know, and um you know, I, I, the people that do it, you know, that's more power to them. They're great. They can teach us some some great things, and I love talking about that stuff. But I don't, you know, feel I need to go compete with anything. That's like Meathead. What? I talked to I talked to Meathead Goldwyn, and he's like. Because I, I got nothing to win if I go to a competition but everything to lose because they always expect, you know, somebody like me had to win, you know, and if he doesn't win, you know, there
1: goes his reputation because I'll go be a judge, but I'm not going to go compete, you know. Well, well, that's the thing. You know, I'd, I'd love to sit down and and, and and talk to these competition guys and not, re- not really talk about competition barbecue but talk about, okay, if I'm doing an event, that means um, I got to have all my equipment – Cleaned and ready to go Wednesday. I got to do all of my chicken prep Thursday. You roll into the event Friday morning. You know, and 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 then you roll in in these, uh, you know, some of these rigs are, are eighty, ninety, a hundred thousand dollars. And you know, where does that, you know, you are you independently wealthy and have no schedule, or you know, I'd I'd love to know that side. So, like 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 barbecues cool and it's a weekend thing, but how about real life Monday through Friday? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and then you know Friday night you're selling barbecue to the people that are coming there. you're not really you may have some little side competition going on, you know, but you know you but you got most of the people that are there with you they're selling the barbecue, you know trying to make money for the for the uh event you know they're mm-hmm. yeah I've, i got we have a big one here in lakeland where you know right outside where I live, and you know I went it was a couple of weeks you know a couple of months ago right before this all kind of happened. you know it was like one of the last ones around here, and um, you know went there Friday night and I mean it was a it was packed I mean there was a ton of people there, but that's they're not competing that night they're they're doing you know they got one or two guys that are working on the the little you know ancillary sure competition, but they're selling barbecue they're selling you know yeah everything you know so there's a ton of people there buying buying barbecue they're not really competing so
1: well I planned on cooking uh teaming up with a with a buddy and cooking Memphis in May this year and uh obviously that's rescheduled so we're going to look at the calendar to see if if when they get that rescheduled and if I can make it and, and, and do that but you know the goal is you know to sit here and spend all this time and effort on you know a box of six ribs and that, that's all it's a lot of time and effort and money to spend you know so my, my focus was going to be it, it, if you're talking about ancillary as far as Memphis and May goes I was going to run all the ancillary you know and 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 run the seafood turn-ins and run the anything but turn-ins and stuff like that but uh i don't know we're gonna have to reschedule that maybe that's a 2021 event now so we'll we'll see what we'll see how that plays out
0: well this uh episode will probably go live right about the time your book comes out so it's gonna perfect It's gonna hit right right there when people can actually go and order your book so i want to thank thank you for being on i mean i think it was uh you know great we got to know who you are what you do and all that and uh people are going to look forward to your book. I look forward to it. I'm going to order it as soon as it comes out on the Kindle version. Cause I like the Kindles now. I don't like to, you know, have actual paper, but it's going to be both the sure. paperback and Kindle on Amazon. So make sure you guys check out big green, Craig, the uh, big green egg, big green, Craig mastering the big green egg book on Amazon. Now, uh, Craig, do you have a, a social media uh, outlets and all that? Do you have your own website?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty much everywhere. And it's at Craig Tabor. Um, website is, is CraigTabor.com um, for the, uh, for the long followers, you can still punch in biggerincraig.com and it'll take you, it'll link you right where you need to go. <laughs> well,
0: I'll put links to your website and Facebook and all that too. Awesome. In the description and also on the uh, on YouTube and the podcast. So people can find you, but uh, thanks for being on. Anything else you want to talk about before we uh, let you go and be with your family?
1: You know, just looking forward to where barbecue has taken us. Um, I've, I've, I've sort of <clears throat> used all this this quarantine time to do some unique things that, I, that have been on my to-do list that I never um, have had time to do. Um, you know, so I'm, 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 making, I'm making sourdough bread and I'm, I'm, I'm cooking hot sauce and fermenting stuff. And, yeah, so we'll see how all that works out. But I appreciate you having me, Darren, and uh, look forward to the future. All right. We look forward to your book and thanks again for being on and make sure you
0: follow us on the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast, the Fire and Water YouTube channel and Fire and Water Facebook. Check us out. Thanks again. See you on the next one. Hey, I want to thank you again for joining us on the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast today. I want to thank Craig Tabor for being on. Make sure you check out the links below in the description to check out his book on Amazon. And also follow him on Facebook, Instagram. Check out Fire and Water Cooking Podcast on YouTube. Also check out the Fire and Water Cooking Facebook page, Facebook group. And follow us on Instagram as well. I'll see you again on the next Fire and Water Cooking Podcast.